Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. Mike Samet alongside... The guy, what's your name, sir? The one who helped you win an actual award, Stephen Julian. Stephen Julian, that's right. We are broadcasting from I helped the... very little, but you actually won an award. We, we are did. the award-winning. We have it here on the Business Radio. That, that's right. We still get to say that for at least three more months. <laughs> from the uh, Subaru of Gwinnett Studio here in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And we've got a couple great guests in the studio. Uh, joining us is uh, Adam Jennings with uh, Core Intelligent and Kate Sinclair with Convene couple companies that start with the co nice thing i like that yeah i'm looking forward to talking to them so why don't we get started let's just get into it all right um adam jennings is our first guest adam is the strategy advisor with core intelligent good morning morning. adam good morning to you tell us all about core intelligent what does your company do yes so we're a managed it services provider um Many of the listeners may know us as United Technology Group. Yeah. Yep. We were acquired uh, by Core Intelligent uh, last April. Uh, they're headquartered in Boston, and basically two great technical, uh, technically capable companies coming together to create uh, a better support service uh, infrastructure for our clients. Strategy advisor is your title. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? What do you do? Uh, I think it means I've been in the business a very long time in this town, so uh, 27 years in IT. Uh, in Atlanta, uh, many companies have come and gone. Uh, most of them on my resume no longer exist. Uh, so uh, clients that are looking for uh, advisory as far as strategy, uh, wisdom, experience, uh, how do I not waste money on stupid solutions, uh, they call me in. And we uh, I, I, we know that you've been doing this for a while and the company's been around for a while, and there's a lot of managed IT companies out there. But why are you guys one of the fastest growing uh, in the metro Atlanta area? That's a great question. So as I mentioned, we were acquired by Core Intelligent. They are the leading uh, managed service provider in the greater Boston area. Uh, they grew out of financial services, life sciences, um, and legal, uh, as well as professional services clients. So those, those types of companies uh, expect what we call white glove service. So everything we do is based on expertise in the given industry. Uh, as well as the technical experience to be able to deliver the solutions, uh, high-touch, uh, white-glove aspects. The IT market, Adam, is very, very competitive. As Steven said, you guys are one of the faster-growing companies in the metro Atlanta area. How are you doing that? Uh, the, we go to market in two ways. Uh, so some clients have internal IT staff, and uh, we complement them. Uh, we're not looking to displace anyone internally. We help them do the things that they don't have the time to do or companies, uh, specifically financial services, uh, life life sciences, uh, will ask us to come in and take over all their IT and help them grow all the way through uh, each iteration of their business. When it comes to managed IT, uh, myself as a business owner thinking about it, there are so many different types of businesses and sizes of business from the very, very small office, Mm -hmm. less than 10 employees to the, you know, giant ones we could all name. What are some of the similarities between small and large, and what are some of the biggest differences you've seen as a as an advisor working in that sector? Yeah, so uh, the SMB market, which would be considered uh, probably 30 employees or less, uh, have really the same needs as a large company, um, just on a smaller scale, obviously. 
Uh, so we typically work with companies, our sweet spot is between uh, 50 employees and 150 employees. And then we also have uh, clients in the mid-market space, which is considered just below the large monster companies that would be considered enterprise. Uh, since we do, are a co-managed company, uh, typically anybody over 100 employees has an internal IT resource. We work hand-in-hand -hand with them. Again, as I mentioned earlier, anyone who doesn't uh, will take over the entire support uh, mechanism for their, their network. And, and just to be clear, 50 to 150 is your sweet spot. That doesn't mean you can't help the smaller or larger. We so absolutely. As a, as a strategy we, advisor, correct. you've got strategies yes, for that. Yes, a large yeah. percentage of our clients are, are 50 employees and less. When you talk about or hear the term IT, it's a pretty broad term. Let, let's unpack maybe the services you provide and get more into detail about exactly what your company does. Another great question. Um, so You're uh, going to soon find that Steve and I only ask great questions on this show. <laughs> wow. Clearly. No, no pressure. <laughs> so uh, we do a number of things. Uh, we, we stick to our areas of expertise, and those are specifically uh, 24 by 7, 365 days a year support for all of our clients. Uh, we also are a private cloud provider, meaning we own our infrastructure. Uh, we have data centers in Boston, Phoenix, and soon Atlanta. Uh, and then we have an information security practice uh, where we actually have uh, security experts on staff. We have a 24 by 7 security operations center that helps with any incidents uh, with our clients, helps with remediation, uh, and also compliance. Uh, and then we do cloud backup. Uh, and then manage services, which would be uh, antivirus, malware, uh, DNS filtering, all the things that kind of run on, on the background of a network to ensure the security of it. And I want to just break that down even more and maybe even dumb it down a little bit because we always hear about cloud, mm -hmm. the cloud up there. Ex explain exactly what that is. That means everything that you're storing is stored in the cloud where it's safe because you talked about security Correct. as well. Correct. Yes. Yes. So uh, with regard to cloud, I mean, it. It's just a term uh, because to the, the user, the end user that actually puts the stuff in the cloud, uh, it sits on infrastructure somewhere. So, But you mentioned it's a private cloud. That's correct. what I wanted to ask. I'm going to ask a better question correct. than Mike, potentially. So uh, Microsoft Azure would be a good example of a public cloud. Yeah, there you go. Um, they have data centers all over the world. Uh, as I mentioned, financial service clients, life sciences clients are required to meet regulatory compliance and often need a private cloud provider, meaning we own the infrastructure, we're in charge of securing it, we're in charge of keeping it up and running. And if I'm a, especially if I'm that smaller company and I'm using some guy with a business card who says, oh, I do manage IT, I, I might not, I, there's a good chance I'm not on a private cloud. Chances are you're not, yeah. unless they're reselling another provider's okay. private cloud services. And that does happen. There's 790 yeah. IT services companies within a 20-mile radius of this building, and th those are the only ones that are listed. So you can imagine what kind of market we work in. Wow. And and, and uh, so now break down a little more about that uh, information security, the DNS, the, the backup. That is, uh, you know, it's not a question of if you're going to face things like malware. It's a question of when and how often mm -hmm. and how severe. Talk about um, just kind of what you guys offer that's uh, a whole heck of a lot better than Correct. what you might find in some of those other 790 yeah. companies. So Core Intelligence has always been a security-first company. We don't do anything uh, with regard to client data or client infrastructure that doesn't have security first and foremost in, in the front of the 
uh, technicians' minds. Uh, we offer a whole suite of security products. Uh, it's called Core Armor, uh, and it gives any client of any size the ability to sleep well at night. Uh, you know, there's no 100% uh, flak jacket out there for security. Uh, I like to call it a security drape. It's a best effort. Uh, and for clients that need regulatory compliance, especially financial services or anything around HIPAA, healthcare, those sorts of things, uh, we have tools in place and also third parties that allow for attestation of those uh, regulatory requirements. Now, when you, you know, advisor is part of your, uh, your job title with the company, Strategy Advisor. So I understand that you have this uh, free cyber risk assessment that you're offering to the business community. Why don't you share that information? Absolutely. So um, as part of us uh, getting more in touch with the business community and really driving what Core Intelligent does, we're offering a, a free uh, cyber security risk assessment to anyone, any company of any size. Uh, and they would just go to core.tech, uh, that's our website, or ajennings at core.tech uh, to get that going. And we, we give them a report of our findings and then uh, options for remediation of any open holes in their network. We're speaking with Adam Jennings. He is a strategy advisor with Cortelligent uh, here in the Gwinnett area. Certainly, you can work with companies all around the country. That's one of the reasons why you guys Correct. joined forces. But uh, and let me ask uh, this question. Um, it seems like cybersecurity, you know, I'm in the financial services, which you help a, a lot of financial services companies, and cybersecurity, uh, spending on cybersecurity is just going through the roof. Ha any advice to business owners about how to do that wisely and how to spend wisely? Of course, the most obvious advice is work with Cortelligent. I mean, we could say that, but but kind of help people guide. How do they not overreact and overspend in that area? Correct. You have to find a trusted partner, someone uh, that you believe uh, has your best interests in mind. We work with companies all the time that have uh, disparate security systems. They're doing one provider for one thing, one, another provider for another thing. Um, in my view, uh, just uh, again, it, an, a piece of advice is to find a company that's got all of it uh, in, in one set of toolboxes and uh, use them to and, make sure you're secure. And you said near the beginning of the interview, you kind of talked, I, I don't know if I'm paraphrasing or if I'm quoting exactly, but you kind of talked about some silly things or ridiculous things. Uh, you've probably come across some stuff where you're like, oh man, we really need to help you. Can Any good stories without, you know, protecting the, the names of the innocent of something you found or like, wow, I'm Surprise! you're not out of business yet. Yeah, we've seen so many things. One that stands out in, in my mind uh, and is a, a kind of a, a piece of warning out there is that, you know, anything that's connected to a network or to the Internet uh, is a security vulnerability. Uh, we've had a client in the past that someone spoofed the CFO's email uh, and sent an email to uh, accounts payable to cut a check uh, from a printer that was connected to the network. It, the printer was set up to be able to send email from the printer. They broke into the printer and sent the email. The check made it all the way to the receptionist desk uh, who stuffs the checks and envelopes. And the only thing that caught her eye is that it was an, an even amount, uh, $80,000. And she questioned it because it was even and, and uh, they, that's when they called us. Wow, that's a great story. Uh, Adam, let me ask, you, you, you were talking before the show, you've been in the, the industry for quite some time now. I have. So tell me about the Adam Jennings story, because when we were, all, and we're all about the same age here, when we were little kids, IT didn't even exist. Yeah, there was a Commodore 64, and I put a, a cassette tape drive right, in, exactly. right? That's about where I started. So when we were young, we weren't thinking, boy, when I grew up, I want to be in the IT yeah. industry. So where did you, how did you get to where you are today? 
Well, I, I've always been a gadget person. Uh, worked uh, with the, uh, the do-it-yourself computer builds. They used to have a magazine back in the old days. Uh, Commodore 64. Uh, actually went to computer summer camps when I was a kid, uh, but never saw myself in the computer business. And just uh, by the nature of graduating out of college, someone, a distributor of computer parts back then, uh, called me and said, do you want to come to work? And I was like, absolutely. And it's just, uh, it's been a great ride from there. <laughs> so you can imagine. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of the, ma I, all, I was thinking Omni, but that's the science magazine. I, 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 anyway, anyway, yeah. Well, Adam, for those that would like to find out more about... You, play, you played Flight Simulator early on, didn't I you? I did. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yep. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, for those that would like to look into Cortelligent and you know your products and your services, uh, well, really your services, where can they get the information and find out all about your company? Correct. So www.core.tech uh, is our website, uh, and everything you need to know about us is there. Uh, and anyone that wants to can reach out to me uh, directly, ajennings at core.tech. Tech. All right, and core dot tech core is C O R E. Just want to make sure that's Correct. clear. Absolutely. I, dot T E C H. So any. Well, any, I figured they get the tech part. <laughs> any but, you know any businesses using the internet could use their services. So yeah, you might you might get a few calls or some emails out of that. So we're looking forward to Great. it. Great, Adam. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Adam Jennings with Core Intelligent here on Business Radio X. Uh, Mike, before we get to the next C O business that we have in front of us, I want to remind everybody that. Uh, uh, Gwinnett Business Radio does come to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Get big savings and enjoy their hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com. Join their family today. Come into the Subaru of Gwinnett uh, car lot. See the difference. If you're already a Subaru, as follow Subaru of Gwinnett's Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers, news, and community events right down there on uh, right off Satellite Boulevard. Great location. I was recently looking for a car. They took good care of me over there. There you go. Uh, the t word of the day today, is st uh, Stephen, is advisor. Ah. Because our next guest, Kate St. Uh, Clair from Convene, is an advisory board chair. I wonder what she'll advise us on. I, I, well, well, let's find out. Let's ask. Uh, Kate, welcome to the program. Thank you for inviting me. You didn't know what you got yourself into, did you? Not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> We've locked the door. She can't leave yet. <laughs> Tell us all about Convene and, and what you do with Convene. Well, Convene is nearing its 25th anniversary as a national leadership development firm. We are committed to really connecting, equipping, and inspiring Christian CEOs and business owners to grow their businesses to industry-leading performance with kingdom impact that honors God beyond Sunday. We are, have more than 65 groups around the nation so far, about 700 members in 15 states. I'm actually the fourth group to start in Georgia. We, we've been focused on the east side or the west side of Atlanta, and I'm focusing on the east side, North Gwinnett Hall County area. Um, our platform of influence has really grown over the years. We now exceed $7 billion in revenues that we influence and over 40,000 employees nationwide. Now, are there business leaders that are part of this group? The members that come in to be part of the advisory board are all CEOs or business owners of multiple sizes. Um, generally, we see about a minimum level of a two million mark in annual revenue as a great place to start, but we're not limited to that. We can look, depending on the organization, we can look at businesses that are less under south of that 
two million mark. So a lot of business owners listening to this maybe have been part of a leadership group, been part of a mentoring group. Clearly, there's a faith element uh, to what you talked about living beyond Sunday. Um, and and some people might think, hey, my, my faith and, and my business, combining those and developing the leadership, that's a little bit of a tall order. So, so how is this accomplished? What, what, what are you guys looking to accomplish? It is a tall order. <clears throat> and in fact, that addresses one of the key issues that many of the Christian-based leaders find as a conflict for them is how to integrate their Christian faith and their business practices into one formal way without being in violation of the common practices in the community and in the business marketplace. Um, as an advisory board chair, my role with the with each group is to lead this group of business leaders in this area to experience really the transformative power of the think tank peer group environment. Um, these are high impact leaders that engage in this practice and their commitment is to work together to help each other. That's their focus. They, they want to focus on building extraordinary businesses and they grow together, they learn the content, they develop a personal, really healthy and, whole, healthy and holistic lifestyle balance for themselves and to grow in their faith. We're not evangelists, we are not preaching theology, we're not a Bible study, and we're not a networking group. We are a leadership development group for these high impact leaders in the community. Talk about your background, Kate, and, and how you got to where you are today. You know, I one of my really core beliefs is that to be a really functional and productive consultant or executive coach or a facilitator is a no-blinders approach. I'm, I'm a real strong believer that the more you take your blinders off and create opportunity for what could be out there as opposed to there's one way and one way only, um, the more productive you can be. So I've been really blessed in my life experiences to live a life of without blinders um, with a tremendous diversity of experience and opportunity. And that helps me to guide and observe and explore with an unbiased view. I'm an old Air Force brat, grown up, traveled the world, at one point, I had four languages under my belt. At, at one point? At one point, well. Not so much anymore? Not, a little they rusty, get a, maybe? They get a little rusty over time. They come back pretty fast. But I've, I've learned that if you dream in languages, um, that means they're still pretty pretty, pretty in the fluent. frontal lobe. Yeah, yeah, they're absolutely. pretty fluent. They come back quickly. Um, I received my undergraduate degree from a pretty liberal university. So I got a chance to explore how the rest of the world looks. And then I went off on my personal dream quest to become to be discovered in the world of performing arts and I learned a really interesting lesson that the bohemian life is romantic only in the opera for the rest of us it just means you're poor so I so, learned so to, you, you technically you were a starving artist yeah. I was Literally. absolutely a starving artist God gave me a good talent he didn't make it great which performing arts I was in opera and Broadway. Nice. Oh, okay. So I traveled and I performed. I just didn't make my name on the marquee. Yeah, yeah. So, so I decided that I needed to see what God had given me on the other side of my brain, and I went back to school and did an MBA in finance and found that my strengths were there, and I became worked my way up from entry level into CEO roles and led several institutions to really extraordinary success, and that planted the seed for me to open my own management consulting firm, which I ran for 20 years. Wow. 
you, you've, you've got some experiences. So that clearly that's one of the reasons why uh, you are on the advisory, you are an advisory board chair of this group. Specifically as your group meets, um, are you strictly facilitator? Are you, uh, are you you're playing referee? You're playing coach? You're, you know, what, what are some of the roles you have to play during? And how often does a typical group meet? How often does your group meet? Okay. And how long are those meetings? The meetings, the groups meet once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of other things that tag into that, but primarily the function is for the group to meet once a month. There, It's an all-day meeting. We structure a lot of content in there, so I am teaching, guiding, but I'm also prevent providing mm-hmm. extraordinary resources. We have content materials and speakers um, from across the country mm-hmm. that are well-known nationally. I mean, the John Maxwells of the world. We use a lot of their materials. We have thousands of s- videos, opportunity, and content material that have been developed over the 25 years. Mm-hmm. It's extraordinary. So my role is to provide that to them, but also to give the leaders an opportunity to bring their own business issues to the table. My knowledge, great experience, but it's limited. Now you put... 15 of me around the room of that level of experience imagine the level of wisdom and business best practices that can come in to help each other that's where that think tank peer group comes exactly um how big can the group get to before you have to start another group how many you said 15 is that great question that's pretty much the top that is 12 to 15 is a good size um i have one group that's smaller than that um but it does it any smaller than that you limit that wisdom uh, and I want the ability of yeah. that wisdom to come into the room. We're, uh, we're speaking with Kate St. Clair. She is with Convene. She's an advisory board chair here in the east side of uh, uh, Atlanta, Hall County, Gwinnett County. Um, there are certainly others in, in uh, any metro area. Sounds like there's groups wherever you're listening around the country. You can find out more. Um, I, we always uh, we always tell people, Kate, that uh, when they come on our show, we won't give them, and Mike and I date ourselves by saying we're not going to give them any Mike Wallace-type questions, given uh, given the, the history you just gave. You probably recognize that reference. Um, so uh, this is as close as I'll get to a Mike Wallace type question. If this is a faith-based group, um, am I right to assume that there's a statement of faith that must be at least read and acknowledged before entering? Or is this open to anyone, no matter what faith background they come from, just understand that we're going to be doing our peer stuff from uh, a, a Christian-based faith? It is really focused on the Christian leader. And the reason for that is we are using foundational scriptural principles as our our policies and procedures manual. That's where we guide. So if you're not a Christian following that faith or attempting, and we're not testing to where you are in your faith, because we're not preaching that. I'm I'm not going to ask you how many times you went to church this (laughs) month. That's not it. But we really want you to know that you are trying to run your business as a steward of this is really God's business. And you're running it as a steward for him. So if you're not following the Christian faith, A, it's not going to be very productive for you because we spend a good deal of time. I mean, we open in prayer, we close in prayer, we do a devotional. So the focus is to build this business for God. If that is not your faith, you will feel out of the water in that environment. And and that's not a a statement of exclusivity. It's a statement of this is the way we're going to come at this. And as long as you're open to that and willing to accept that you're welcome into the group um and and that was going to be so the secondary question to that was when someone says christian 
that can mean a lot of different things. There's a lot of different types of faith, Catholicism, Evangelicalism, Protestantism, Pentecostalism, I mean, all the other isms, right, that are out there. And so there's no exclusivity to that either. It doesn't matter where, how you're uh, following God. It, we it, are not preaching theology. Yeah, right. That's why you said it's not a Bible Definitely, study. There, there's, not. there's fundamental biblical elements in it, but it's not a church service. Exactly. <laughs> very much not a church service. I like that. I like that. It's right. very focused on business. You took care of all my Mike Wallace type questions Ooh, very, well. very well. Kate, on the, on the business side, what verticals do you want to hear from? What kind of business leaders are you looking to hear from? We are not industry specific in any way. Um, what I don't do in a group is to put two industries that are competitors in the same group. Um, but we are open to all industries, and the more diverse we have, then the more the blinders come off in the room for people to learn opportunities from other people that they would never have had an exposure to. And there are business practices that, on the surface, would you'd never go to to find a best practice. And all of a sudden, you learn something brand new and exposed with no blinders on to an opportunity that you would never have been exposed to before. Are, how about parameters regarding the size of the business or how long they've been in business? Because you talked about having experienced business leaders in that room. Uh, you know, what happens if I've, I've been in business maybe five years? Is that enough? Uh, my business is maybe a very small company. Can you talk to, to those points? The key leader that we're looking for, it's not the age of the business. It's the commitment of the business to where they want to go and where they're growing. Um, we're not looking for a solopreneur. Um, that would not make, because we're looking, we're focusing on management and leadership. We want you to lead yourself, but we're really looking for how you lead your team. Right. So we're looking for a management team. It can be a new, newly formed, young, not very well structured yet, but, or it can be a very large and seasoned C-level team. Um, but we need a management team in place. And you said C-level team. You talked about CEOs at the beginning, but I would imagine uh, individuals that are C-level, CFO, some of those other COOs, some of those, it, it, do you want the, of course you want the whole team, but can an individual off a team go, you know, this, this I'm on the C-level and I'm, you know, how, do, how would that work? There is, that's a separate group because okay. it's a peer group. So I want CEOs and business owners to be with their peers. Got it. We do have what's called a key leaders group, which is for that second tier. I like it. And that provides them the development opportunity to grow into being a CEO or a leader or a business owner themselves. Great answer. Great stuff, Kate. For those that would like to find out more about Convene, this is the most important question you get the whole day. How can they get more information? My website is www.convenenow.com slash Kate St. Clair, K-A-T-E-S-T-C-L-A-I-R. So the convenenow.com, you'd see all the national stuff and all the other, but with the slash and the Kate St. Clair, we get in your specific group in the Hall County area. Exactly. Yeah, Hall and Gwinnett County. And it, Gwinnett it's really County. the two. And, and if someone's outside this area, they should just go to convenenow.com, or can you help them get connected with the best area? I can do uh, – it depends on their willingness to commute. Okay. All right. Um, the monthly meeting, that's a, a commute time, and so if uh, – of course, it's all based on value. You right. know, you're in, your investment yeah. is your time. If there's value there, we have people that take – I had a member that was actually commuting from North Carolina. Okay. So it's not limited to that, but I can also refer people to other convene groups if they want – us a more convenient commute for themselves see how nice she is she's fantastic yes 
great to work with. <laughs> Kate, thank you so much for coming on board and uh, sharing all about your, your organization. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Kate St. Clair with Convene. Uh, a big thank you to both our guests, uh, Kate with Convene and Adam Jennings with Cortelligent. And a reminder that you can listen to the show over and over again if you want to hear something again. It's available 24-7 at businessradiox.com. Then just select the Gwinnett Studio and click on Gwinnett Business Radio. No. Really? You can do that? Yeah. Can I it's listen called, to any? It's what called a podcast. What if I don't want to go to the website? Is there another way I can listen you to You can shows? go to any other podcast apps. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I've got Apple Podcasts. You're not on there. It's on... You're, oh, we, wait, we I are. Have, I have iHeartRadio. We are. iHeartRadio, no, no, Apple, Stitcher, and, well, I don't know, YouTube Radio. <laughs> Where's the list? I need the list in front Google, of me now. Google Radio? I will have the list in front of me. For, yes. Wow. Google Podcast, but YouTube. Mike, but we're just we're just an audio. We don't do anything on social media. There's no way different to follow. Platforms. And there's no way to follow us on social media. No, we, we, we are. Just, face, what? Do you never listen to the show? What? We're on Facebook and LinkedIn and what? Twitter. And how do I follow? I feel like this at is... At Gwinnett Radio Who's X. on first? Yeah, that, yes, that's right. Go to at or just follow at Gwinnett Radio X, and you'll get all the stuff we do, all the different shows. Not just our show, but every show on business on Gwinnett Business Radio X. So am I Abbott or am I Costello? Oh, come on. Now, that's Seriously? aging some folks. Yeah, yeah. Our kids are like, who? Well, but not only are you the best, you're a great straight man, but we actually physically look more like Abbott and Costello, too. <laughs> so... Somebody told me, you're the only one who mentions that you're fat. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. I, I just live it. You're, Thank you. You're, you're not. You're just challenged. Uh, no, no. I'm just squeezable. <laughs> yeah, I say you, that's, that's your wife's term would be squeezable. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. call you squeezable because I'm not going to be squeezing oh, you. Sorry. Okay. Let's get away wow. from this. We All right. that out of the Our thanks show. again to our listeners, to uh, to our guests, to Amanda for putting us on the air, which she may be regretting at this moment. Until next time, for Steven, this is Mike. We'll see you here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Uh, 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 uh.